last time on the Empire's Edge. It's not a place of safety now, though, so I think we should move. I have been going back and forth in my head as far as do I want to finally dress like a noble when I go to do the archery contest, or do I want to dress up like I have been the entire time? Well, they weren't very welcome here. Well, I hate to say you wasted a trip, because I bet you wouldn't have signed up if you knew I was involved. I mean, I'm not there, so I can't say it, but there was that other place that... All the archers died. Because Jacob just remembered this in this weird moment. He heard, <laughs> heard Selen's voice echoing in his head. I tell him all about Shepton and the, and, the, and the story from there. Sir Jacob Treadstone of Warland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Come on. But you're also aware in the background that the that there is a definite boo. And the 12th bolt at zero. Oh, no. But then you see that Larkin Silk and the Villaman, they call Bolt, walks up. Well, sir, Jacob Treadstone, it was very, very nice to compete against you, and I'm pleased to see that you're still in the competition. And he nods toward the villa men and says, we're both excited to see how well you'll perform tomorrow at the next stage of the competition. And then they walk off from you guys, The uh, both Bolt and Larkin Silk walk away from you. Uh, what's your next course of action? Uh... It's I wanna, still early in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of. It started at noon. Oh, yeah. that's right. So it's yeah. Probably somewhere around one ish. Well, yeah. for us, that was early up mid until afternoon. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock in the morning right. yesterday. Yeah, it's it still a, early in the day. Long, long day yesterday. Yeah. Well, um, I want to track down Indenur because I want to talk to her about the um, Umber Hulks. So if I can see her in the immediate vicinity, I'll go over to her. If not, I'll just you know have to. All right. Let ask me. a circus person. Ask a circus person. Excuse me, are you a circus person? I was about to say circus <laughs> human, but then I remember it's a fairly even mix of human and Do you not. need an expert in tracking down people that don't want to be found? I mean, if you're volunteering. No, I'm not. I'm just asking. You don't see an immediate area. I mean, she was right up there on the field, but then it seems by the time all the congratulating started for those yeah. who were in it and the consoling for those that were eliminated in this first heat, that uh, she went somewhere else. So you're going to have to ask someone. Okay. What's uh, going on with all these um, like private pavilions with the, the Baron and the, the Tower Wizards? It looks like each one is its own party, that there is entertainment, uh, there's foodstuffs that are set out, a lot of movement, a lot of talk. And as you're aware of that, we'll keep some of those perception numbers from before, that there's a lot of armed people that are not part of the party that have its own like little palisade of people just protecting those that are on the inside having that party. It's to keep the pores out of the okay. rich area. But it doesn't seem like they were just here for the archery contest. It's just like it's a day of partying has just started and they're... Right. And they have their pavilions set up at each of those four, those three areas on opposite sides of the main field and then at the one end of the one field. Well, there might okay. be other events too. Yeah. I mean, so are any of them paying <laughs> any attention to us? an archery contest? The, the I just thought the... The, <laughs> the poor people. We were just talking about this. <laughs> In the opposite direction for the targets oh. were set. Yeah, the opposite direction. Oh, of so man. The three sides, not where arrows were flying forward. Zrax are standing there like, they just shot Kevin. <laughs> what the Cheap seats, man. Uh, <laughs> Zelda, what did you say a moment ago? Are well, any of them paying any blood. attention to us? Uh, not at this moment. So go ahead and do a new perception, makes the most sense, to determine if you see anyone in particular that's watching. Yeah, you. or looking around for circus people too. 11. 14. 27. That was one better than your last perception. <laughs> that, that is quite the perception. That was a 19 natural for you. Yeah. That uh, both Boris and Zelen are aware that there are people that look to be like l looking for someone, looking for something, that you'll find some of those steely-eyed uh, mercenary type people 
that you realize just looking at you, but then after a moment, just look away and they're looking at something else now. Maybe they're not specifically looking at or for you, but they're they're very would be intimidating for someone apart from the three of you. Yeah, uh, but they're they looking are, at us because we're armed, not because we're us. Quite possibly, yeah. That they uh, that they're they're doing something, doing their job out there. Uh, but even with that that massive, what was that you said, Zone twenty seven? Um, you don't note that there's anyone there that's watching you specifically that seems to have singled you out. I guess you'd be very clear on that. But there are people that are making note of how you're accoutred and and anything else you might be doing. Any circus staff in the vicinity? Uh, yes. So uh, there are roustabouts that are at least carrying a line to a peg. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go over to them. Any of you guys know where Enda Nur is? Looking to talk to her. Uh, let's see what their their own knowledge base is. And um, he, yeah, he says, yes, Enda Nur, uh, she's back over behind where all the the big cats are. A uh, lot of sleeping quarters. A lot of people have little camps set back that way. Uh, you should find her somewhere in there, giving some orders, talking about moving some things around. Thanks. Uh, do you guys want to come with? Yeah, yeah, I want to stay with you because as I recall, I don't have my armor on. I'm in a yeah, black you, you and Yeah, you were prepared to like <laughs> hit yourself with bark skin right, right as soon as things went to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm in full gear. Right, I'm Because I didn't you. want to be caught without my armor again. And, and I'm in full suck. gear too, technically, because we've talked about how fancy my armor looks. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's all... Swanky ambassador armor. Look at me. Wonder why the guards accosted you back. <laughs> because I was drunk and had a dog. I don't know. So after a few minutes of moving around, you get past where uh, a number of things that are set up on the pavilion periphery, where there'd be things you could eat and different games and carnival games you could play. You get behind that and you get into this little sea of tents, impromptu tents, uh, lines set up with uh, you know various kinds of cloth hanging from them just to separate one area from the next area. And it looks as though a lot of people that work at the circus are camped out in this area that's between some of the side fairways and this main pavilion area. And it looks like it's just a total maze of cloth as mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of pushing through that, looking through that. Uh, but then you do catch sight of uh, Indonur, just really at the top of her head. But you note it because as she's talking, there's like a like a, a, a frill of feathers that's like kind of like like bobbing, moving, and it's tall, it's large, and you realize that she's talking to one of the umber hulks. Oh. And as she's talking to it, it seems to be nodding its head, or maybe in a way, its, it's whole upper body. And so you're seeing that crest. Yeah, how much neck is there on a bug? Yeah, it's <laughs> a good uh, active listener too. And then that's a, it'd be a good with on its date. whole exoskeleton. <laughs> and then it is moving off in a direction that would be, if anything, heading down toward the direction of where the, um, uh, not the Razi Wizards, where the uh, um, Baron, the Baron is set up. Yeah, that uh, they're heading in that general direction. It is heading in that general direction. Uh, you'll lose track that. of her again. But if you if you start flat heading through more of these little open camp areas, yeah, and there's the occasional person, but it's pretty much empty. It's yeah. just uh, like day gear. Still maneuvering to her. It's good do to we... know that the uh, Umber Hulks at least are reasonably intelligent. Do we know enough about their uh, mannerisms to be able to kind of understand based on how they're walking and the direction they're going, what kind of uh, orders they were given? Like the kind of, not necessarily exactly what they're told to do, but kind of the like content of it, like... Yeah, do that as a survival yeah. as you're you're looking at how its joints work and this way that it's moving. Trying to figure out, was he just told to go refill the cucumber sandwiches or was he told to go commit murder? Or eat the cucumber sandwiches. So, so those are both evil things, right? If he's actually <laughs> reading the cucumber sandwiches. What do you evil. have against cucumber sandwiches? 
It's not sharing them is the evil part. Uh, that is a natural 19 oh. for a 26. Well, then call me evil. The way that it moves, what you've gauged by it, you think that this thing could actually go fairly low to the ground if it wanted to, like in essence, like on its all of its limbs, or it could move upright like, like any other, like a bipedal. It's not moving in a way to hide itself in this area. So it's moving very openly, and it doesn't seem to be moving like it's just like stomping straight through something. It's about to grab something. It looks like he's going off to do some potentially mundane task. Okay, that's good. And and again, as you pass through this different area, there's all this stuff that would be like like for food preparation, uh, camp stuff, uh, the occasional hatchet, a knife, bits of rope, things like that as you're moving through. And it's very much the same one to the next to the next. And you think you might lose track of her where she's gone. Uh, how how Jacob, far away were we? Uh, you were about uh, 60 feet from her when you saw her talking and the thing moving away. But because there's so many people's like difficult terrain kind of, we got to well, bob and weave just, through all these areas. There wasn't. It's just kind of a, a messy area. Yeah. Not like heavily populated. Well, okay. and that you're you're ducking underneath lines that have um, like tarps across them to set. To, this, to, that's the to maze that you're talking about. Right. Yeah. If, okay. if we're that close, I'm just going, hey, Inda. Okay, yeah, then you know, she straightens up and looks over in your direction um, and gives you a wave on and then points off to her right, which would be away from the pavilion. Yeah, I, I acknowledge and circle in the indicated direction. All right, so then um, you, you both break through different areas that are tarped and you're in, um, it isn't a relatively clear area, it's actually fairly tight, that it's an area with these impromptu barricades and uh, she's right there. There's a, a little bit of like a campfire that's burned low. It just coals. And she tosses a couple small pieces of wood on it, and it starts to pick back up. And she says, what can I do for you? I'm hoping you could make an introduction between me and the circus boss. I've got a uh, job idea I want to run past him. Yang Bontil? Yeah. Uh, why is that? And she's doing an insight on you. I'll do an insight right back. All right. 19. You're two very insightful people. <laughs> um. Yes, you. She's trying to gauge whether or not or why you would want to meet with Yang Bon Till. Uh, she herself does not roll all that well. She actually rolled fairly low. Yeah. But so you're something more of a mystery. I, I think in just kind of my posture, where we are, that I didn't go through more official channels because I could have found him through um, the Duke, no problem. I think implicitly, and I'm not trying to hide the Baron? that. Oh, you're doing it too. Nice. Oh, no. I've infected nice. you. <laughs> Great. Okay, I'm an oathbreaker now. I'm going to go rampage through the in my shame. It's that easy. Yeah, truly. Um, basically, I was like, yeah, I don't feel like being a nice guy anymore. Smack. Anyway, um, that I've been fairly open with my implication that uh, this is something a little more covert or off the books. Um, she just says, hunker down here by the fire. Yeah. And, and I do. And does the rest of the party do the same? Yeah, I wish there was something that I could do so I could know if somebody was listening in on us. Well, you take a position somewhere else, like not right by that fire if you want to have uh, Magical more of a lookout point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I would like to do something, maybe like kind of circle around where they're talking so I can kind of bump some of the cloth to see if somebody's squatting behind one of those pieces okay, of cloth. Okay, roll an investigation or... as you're you're moving around that way. Uh, so, but but the two of you, Jacob and Boris, both yeah, like you take a knee down where, where she is. Okay. Uh, eighteen plus stuff. Rolling rocks today. I'll say, yeah. Right. So as as you're moving it around, it looks pretty abandoned in okay. this area. You're not getting that anybody is near right here, at least not right now. Well, after the height of main performance and probably gearing up for whatever the evening show is, it makes sense. Yeah. So she says to you, 
Why do you want to meet with Yang Bontil? For my own reasons, I need to make a move and a strong move against the Razia Tower. Uh, she about chokes <laughs> yeah. when you say that. You know, she stops and looks at you and say... Yeah, and, I'm charismatic, not subtle. <laughs> and it's your goal then. You say meet. The reality is you mean kill. You want to meet with Yang Bontil because you want to kill him. Well, I'm certain he's deserving of it somewhere. I don't have any ill will against him. I wanted to talk to him about the Umber Hulks. What was the insight you made just a moment ago? 19. You're gauging from that, that she is very serious, that the only reason why you don't be with Yang Bontil, if you make a strong move against the Razia wizards, would be to kill him. Why would we want to he's, kill him? What's his connection with the, the Razia? Um, and yeah, and she says just that because he is in the Razia wizard's pocket. Uh -huh. uh, there's a schism through the, so the, we can't, the circus itself. We can't work through him then. Well, who's the head of the other side? She smiles. Would you like to make some money? Always. What do you have in mind? A double cross, essentially. Um, one of the Razia faction, uh, a mage called Cormac. Um, wants us to retrieve an artifact for him from rivals. Wait, you know Arazia wizard's name? Yes. Proceed. We intend, the arrangement is that they don't move against us or the Baron for the next five years. Wait, just can, if I can jump in, sorry, I'm going to continue to circle and pay attention. I don't want, I mean, this is a really open conversation. I don't want anybody sneaking up on us and hearing this. And I don't know if I can use my magical powers to detect like if a bird flies over, if it's a magic bird and somebody sent it to listen. I don't know if I can do any of those things, but if I can, I want to. You'd need detect magic active and you'd need to come within the radius of effect. Yeah. When it comes to critters that are flying about or that are overhead right now, uh, there have been a lot of the scavenger birds like crows in the main fairways, but it seems as though the people that are around here keep their stuff fairly well put together and it doesn't look as though there's a lot of, of you know, birds or vermin that get into this area of the, uh, where the pavilion is. Uh, but got it. You are with that 20, no, what was your, um, 27, 27, what was, that was your, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. 27. That as you're like engaged in the conversation periodically, but you are in essence maintaining this, yeah, this patrol this is, circuit. This is much more open and blunt than what I knew it was going to be. So yeah, if there's a, if I have detect magic in one of the amethysts, so if there's a bird that just starts sitting well, somewhere. It lasts for 10 minutes, so you can go ahead and start it now, and you can just be constantly washing over right. everything. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, go What's ahead. What's its radius of effect? 60 feet? Yeah, it's better than nothing. Asked. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I believe it. With certainty? <laughs> I, am I know it used to be. Confident that what I just said made sense. Uh, 30 feet. Ah, still good. Yeah. Still really good. Mm -hmm. Well, 30 feet plus, you know, the, th the like the, two <laughs> yeah, that's still part three of your five feet. foot square. And, she's, oh, and she, she's moving in a circle too. So that's right. the 30 feet count your five feet square. And it's like 25 feet away from you uh, or it's the, it's the, it's extending from the corner of your square. Gotcha. Okay. So it's 30 feet starting at the edges of your space. Yeah. It's very helpful for the maps that we use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. All these inviso maps. Mental maps. Yeah. Um, so still nothing so far, Zellin. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Boris. <laughs> Yang Bontil, she said, it's gotten so bad here at the uh, at the, the Razia, that, or that the, uh, the Illusia, that I was even considering breaking the circus in two. One step at a time. That may still be a safe call. 
that wizard Cormac wants us to retrieve an artifact for him in exchange to uh, keep him from moving into the Baron for the next five years. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him, and I don't think I could throw him all that far. Uh, what, what, what thing? The Eye of Bravis. Impossible. You'd never make it through the gates. He gave us tokens to get us into the tower through the servant's entrance. Interesting. What we need is a distraction. What I'd want is for a handful of um, the Umber Hulks to dig sapping tunnels under one of the minarets of the Veda Library and pull it down. Uh, uh, and again, just total stunned. That, that, that's all you're <laughs> registering from her is she's shocked because when you're talking about what this plan is, she never expected something this big. I don't want them fighting. I don't want them out in the streets. I don't want anything to tie them back to the surface. I just want, at a signal we establish, one of the towers to come down. Now, that's the plan as Cormac understands it. However, I don't trust Cormac, and I don't think the Razia wizards would hold off on their attempts in any circumstance. So my offer is, you and two of your picked people, or three of your picked people, Come with the three of us using the six tokens we have. Take as much as you carry from the Razia Tower. And then a team of Umber Hulks pulls that down as well. You're talking about a direct assault on the Veda Library simultaneously with a direct assault from underground on the Razia Tower. Maybe 10 minutes gap, but yes. What keeps my Umber Hulks and my people from getting discovered and being implicated in all of this? Because when that comes down... Uh, it will come down like hammer on anvil. We're arranging a few other events in the city to keep them elsewhere occupied so that between the collapse and fallout of the tower at the Veda Library and then chaos in the streets generally, any of them in the area will be too occupied. We also know that there's a city under this city, so your Umber Hulks may be able to get to a completely different location and come up someplace else, possibly even come up close to the walls and be back here by the circus. So right after you say that, she turns, you know, she's looking at all of you, turns back to Boris and said, I have got to be, make sure my people are safe. I've got to know that everyone in the circus, honestly, even if they don't back me, but everyone in the circus, this family is safe and this is looking so dangerous. I think I might need more. But when she gets to that point of saying more, Zelen, you note that something seems amiss just outside the area of where you guys are. It's not a magic detection. It was actually more of uh, your, your perception from before, like uh, like in conjunction with what we tend to to a nature check, that there's something that's wrong. And then you hear a voice and then another voice. Uh, and there seemed to be an uproar around. Uh, everyone go ahead and roll um, a new set of perceptions to see what you're picking up on. 18. Two this time, so I'm at 10. 13. Uh, Boris, uh, you get the idea that you heard like a clink and then a sound that sounded like a, an animal and then another one and a sound again. Um, and it sounds to you like there are animals moving around outside of their cages. You have big animals in this circus, don't you? Uh, Somebody's many. releasing them. What? And I she, she jumps sound. Uh Everyone rolling nits. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. 15. Okay. 16. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. What do um, I add again to my... Your dexterity uh, mod. Yeah. I'm sorry. I never remember that. Uh, six. Look out for our first The Empire's Edge t-shirt where it's like, rolling nits. What do I add? <laughs> <laughs> so, Doom again. Uh, Jacob, what was yours? Uh, uh, 16. And Boris? 15. 
All right. She's at 12. And Zellin, you said you were at six? Yeah. Am I allowed to cast Barkskin on myself right now? I forget. Is that, is that a reaction or it's is that an action? An action. Yeah, it's, it's an, an action. action. So whenever you get to your init, you can okay. do that. All right. So a few things happen at once. You hear the, the, like the cry, you know, not exactly a roar uh, of a big cat. Uh, and then a lot of movement and other animals are moving at the same time. Uh, you can see that there are things, the sound of animals running, not through like tearing it, but the <laughs> as they're hitting cloth and pushing into the next area. And then there's a lot of movement. It does seem as though somebody's released things from these, uh, from the, the big cages. The fairway that has the large cat um, display is just adjacent to where you are right now. Um, and as everyone's turning to move, uh, Jacob, you're at 16. You see no particular foe. Do you take any kind of an action? As soon as we didn't immediately go back to the horses and leave here when we were done, I thought I should at least go back to the horse to grab my arrows, to grab my good arrows. Mm. And we didn't. I didn't say it. But uh, no, what I want to do now is uh, I'll, I'll look around these tents. Are they all really just kind of hung up with string or is there anything that's a bit sturdier that I might be able to climb up on to get a better, higher vantage point? The nearest thing that would be at a higher vantage point would be probably about uh, 25 feet away would be the cages themselves that are at the edge of that fairway. Okay. Um, but that, that's a bit away. And it isn't like these are all tents either. Some of them are just like ropes hung up and then a tarp hanging over it, not even splayed out. So it just makes like a wall, like a cloth wall. So there are tents though too. It's just a, a mishmash of this. That that one thing that's 25 feet away, do I do I at least feel confident I could get a reasonable vantage point from it? Uh, you get a fair vantage point. Okay, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cover in this area, yeah. but yeah, you could. I'll, I'll use my move to get over to it and then I'll use my action to actually climb up it. Okay, how, so. How much move do you have? I have 30 feet of movement. But mm -hmm. And how tall are the cages? Uh, the cages are 12 feet. Oh yeah, so you could only get partially up with the rest of your move. But yeah. even getting to it when you as you're moving through this, unless you're just like flat heading through it, you're ducking under different lines. You're, oh, it's you're like pushing past cloth. terrain almost. So it is because yeah. you're not even seeing what area you're moving into as you're like pushing through that cloth like that. Hi, Mister Tiger. Uh, How are you? But you <laughs> open up one of them like, oh, hi. you start on your move. So as as this starts to happen, uh, Jacob, you know, you, you you the rest of you would note he sees where those cages are, the the tall things, and he's heading that direction. So he yeah, almost Archer needs the vantage spot. He disappears when he goes like you know like sweeps himself. He'd be like under like lines of laundry that have like mostly sheets and blankets. That he's just gone. Fifteen, Boris. Ten to one. This is them, uh, and. You then kind of prepping for foes. Uh, this is the most open area I've seen, and I'm not sure what exactly to do with big cats. Um, they bleed the same, he yells as he's running. <laughs> uh, don't kill them. No, no, I was actually, I, I joke whenever he talks about, like, you can just choose to do non-lethal damage in 5e. Yeah, so right. I'm just firing my arrow right in the eye. Uh, non-lethally. <laughs> yeah, just knock it unconscious by shooting it in the back. But so, Boris, you're, you're at a ready in the state. Yeah. And you're um, right there. And I, I'm suspecting sabotage, so I'm suspecting a target. Might be against the Razias. They've got their own protection, and I don't care if they get killed. Uh, if it's the Baron, he's got his own staff. Zrex, same, and I don't care if they get killed. All I know is there's very little security on the head of the the circus faction that I'm trying to ally with. So I think sticking around is my best call. Okay, got it. So ready action to uh, attack foe. Gotcha. You're sticking, and Indira's w still with us, or she's taken off too? She hasn't taken off yet. She hasn't okay. moved yet. Yeah, okay. it's Inda. Inda now. So I, I guess uh, I'll Inda, um, be a delaying my action then all right and then at the very next round on 14 um 
a thing comes bursting through between two of these these cloth barriers uh, in a leap. From the moment you see it, or any of you that are in that area still see it, it is moving airborne, uh, but it has no wings, and it is going straight toward Indonur. I move to interpose myself. Good call. Uh, not, not enough time. <laughs> um, I can act it. Oh, so you can even move at that point? Yeah. Yeah, when you delay, you're just basically, you're moving in the initiative order. Yeah, so... I see it moving at her, and I interpose because okay, so you that's the about, whole point of my delaying. Actually, about ten feet of your movement to put yourself in a position to interpose. Yeah, no problem. You're past that. Uh, she was turning and drawing weapon, but she isn't quite there. She's yeah, at I have a sword out. Twelve, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then, on I guess your armor class instead of hers. Oh, dang it! This, <laughs> this would have hit her. I, don't, I doubt it's going to hit you. Uh, what's your AC? Twenty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> nice. I ran away. <laughs> oh, you got you got high ground so you could shoot things. Yeah. You, we've, we're both doing tactically viable. Which actually, since it was difficult terrain, I might have only made it to the base of the thing. So I have to use part of I'll use my move next action next round, round to get up on top of the thing and then yeah, fire, but still, fire. It's shooty shoot. Yeah. All right. So when this thing Bogo it's, twang. it Bogo is twang. at a plus five to hit, uh, which makes a nineteen. Oh. Uh, so it hits you. No, um, I, my armor class is twenty. Well, I mean, it it, 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 it impacts it, it impacts yeah. on you. So I guess they'd be more of because you would think it would just go and just like the two of you go ass over teacups, but there's nothing in the description of when this thing leaps in that it can actually do that. So you're standing still just straight up. Maybe it slid you back well, six or eight inches. body checked it with a shield. Yeah, yeah that you What, moved, I just body checked? You rushed forward. It looks like it's a big cat, like a jaguar. Maybe a little larger than a typical jaguar, okay. but a jaguar nonetheless. But you said it looks like it is. What is it actually? Yeah, right. A jaguar. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's one of the Razia wizards. And right, <laughs> that was at uh, can, 14. Can I identify? Let me make sure that it doesn't have something else you can do on this one. Multi-attack. Does animal handling give me any advantage in actually handling animals? It's really difficult <laughs> to do when they're actively aggressive at you. Yeah. There's extra um, like like numbers that are thrown in there to make it more difficult to do that. It's like diplomacy, but for critters. And if yeah. things trying to kill you, it's trying to kill you and usually doesn't listen to you like talking it and like trying to soothe it. If you roll a natural 20, then there's like a chance what's a sturge a uh, sturge is like a vampire bat had a kid with a mosquito and then it got to be about the size of like a puma what's a pteranodon a kind of dinosaur a little dinosaur uh, you're looking at all the things a you can kind sell? of dinosaur so i want to read this out loud to make sure i'm getting this right so this is its pounce ability if this thing moves at least 15 feet straight toward a creature and then hits it with a claw okay that's it so yeah it didn't hit so it, then it, move, it would it have done something hit. dc saving throw yeah. or be knock prone yeah all right so uh that didn't happen mm -hmm. by one so if you didn't have your shield with you or if you didn't have your, if your armor with you. Yeah, the ring, ring, the ring. Any one of those things. That ring yeah. you gave him. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Um, he, he found it. I oh, will I yeah. will sword attack. Oh. Um, all right, but so. he's going to use the flat edge of the blade. <laughs> no, he yeah. won't. Yeah. Um, well, technically, it's all lethal damage until I reduce it to zero. Then I can choose to just knock it out instead of kill it. He's using the flat edge. It's the very, very skinny flat edge. <laughs> it's just as wide as a razor blade. Yeah. Um, right, my, so my thought twist is, it up. yeah, that... Um, a unmanipulated jaguar wouldn't just charge people like that. So either they've been, you know, already abusing the critter, which unfortunate, or magic shenanigans. And well, given that we that, have a population of dickish wizards, with her direct magic still going on, did she get anything from the 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 panther leopard jaguar? jaguar? jaguar no, no, nothing about that okay. came through. Uh, okay, Boris, twist it up. Yeah. Um, uh, 
first is a natural 19 for a 28 result. We are rolling hits so well so, right now. Yeah, so good. Second one's a natural oh 17. <laughs> nice. Wow. All right. Guess that hits too? It does. Um. Yeah. How many D8s do you need? Uh, I'm not smiting yet. I'm seeing if I can just drive it off with this. All right. So, Jacob, you are at this point so, the, at the base of, let me just take you yeah. perspective, you're at the base of one of those wagons that okay. you know, keeps animals in it, and you're quite aware that, yeah, these things have all been unlatched and the big cats are moving around. Not busted out, like actually opened. Something opened, like you know, flip the latch open, slid it to the side so the doors could just be opened again. Uh, and as you are standing right there, um, a lion bounds through that area into another area. Just goes right by you and just keeps on. So going. they're not all targeting Inda. They're it did. And so it wasn't running towards her. It was just going. In a, no, it was it, it, at a an right. oblique angle. I do call out as soon as I see that. It's like it was definitely sabotaged. These gates have been opened, not busted out. Uh, Boris, roll your damage. Yeah, first one I rolled, and why I was trying to interrupt you is a is max. So that's sixteen <laughs> oh, slashing. Good grief. And second one, oh, one off a of max for another fifteen slashing. There is very good wow. energy on this table right now. Yeah. There really is. <laughs> I am paladin, God on my side. And God say, whack suck the it. thing. <laughs> God says, suck it. Do you, are um, you able to smite non-evil things? or I'm able to smite anything. Nice. So that was just, I can smite an angel if I want. Yeah. That was just now 31 points of damage. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty hard. Inda, is there, what do you use to train the animals? Is there a sound? Is there, do they come for treats? What do you use to train them? How do you get them back? I'm not sure you're going to be able to like, you know, like have all that coming out. Or you, before your own round, you'll have to you know, say things or do things on your round. Uh, but um, if you can make that more succinct in this moment of combat. Enda, uh, what do you but, use to control but wait, the... Wait to get oh. to your round, though. <sighs> um, <laughs> so on 12... Uh, roll higher, then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to add your decks. Um, <laughs> so actually, it's 14, 13. On 13, uh, another big cat comes into this area, and it is a tiger. Uh, and as that tiger bounds into this area, touchdown and leaps, uh, Zelen, you're most aware of that as Boris and this thing are engaged with each other, and Inda is turning like she's about to attack it herself uh, and not do something to control yeah. it. But as that tiger jumps in, touches down, it has a reaction to where this fight's taking place and actually seems to shy away, doing about face and run, like on its round. Interesting. That when it encountered whatever this thing is, uh, it did not want to, you know, I'm going to join this party and start attacking these things. Uh, it's just getting out of there right now. Uh, but she attacks on 12. Uh, and she hits it. She hits her own cat. She hits the cat that's, that's right here. Ooh. And she does really nice. good damage. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so far, everybody on our side is yeah. <laughs> So far, we've seen lions and tigers and jaguars. Dang it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, but does do a good bit of damage. Uh, Zelen. What do you do to control these animals? Um, you know, the, and she's yelling over her shoulder at you. The, 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 we we train them individually, yeah, but she's she's right in the fight. Yeah, so she doesn't know. Um, I'm going to cast. Con can I? If you're already using one concentration spell, I don't have a concentration oh, spell. Detect, to magic. detect magic. So can I cast conjure animals? Because then I could cast a group of mastiffs, and I could cast eight of them. I think and send them out to round up the cats because i would think i mean mastiffs are such they're kind of scary dogs i think that they might kind of be able to round them up but is that am i allowed to do that uh, on your action you they're, can cast a spell they're they're fey they will they so what i'm asking is if i cast a group of mastiffs and say round up the cats it depends on the write-up of the spell like what it, it'll tell you what kind of uh 
uh, orders you're able to give them. It says I can cast eight. I can I can call up eight beasts of a challenge rating of quarter or lower. Mastiffs are the summon creatures are friendly to me and my companions. They uh, they obey any verbal commands that you issue to them. No action required by you. If you don't issue any commands, they defend themselves from hostile creature, but otherwise take no actions. Yeah. The only issue that I potentially see with that is they might just get attacked by the... Yeah. Yeah. I believe that they might get attacked, but, but I mean, it would then... They're fey and, yeah, they, and it would... Yeah. I, I, I yeah. like the idea. So yeah, right. that, that's okay. like a great action on your round. Right. Go for it. Okay. So I'm going to drop Detect Magic and I'm going to cast um, Conjure Animals and I'm going to conjure eight mastiffs. Nice. And I'm going to tell them to go round up the cats. Uh, nice. And they they sprint in every direction, ducking under these things, and they're they're barking and baying, and uh, there's just pandemonium just all over the place right now. It's just absolutely nuts all in this area. People are coming Zillin to the area too. Druid of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a t-shirt. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but they're starting to herd the animals back around. Start your own circle of chaos and stop being a circle of the land. <laughs> and unlike uh, wild animals, uh, animals that have been in uh, zoos for a long time, they know that their safe place to go is often into their cage. So yeah. uh, it'd actually be a lot easier to herd them back into their own cages than it would be if it was just a wild animal. It's. Do, can I do anything else? Uh, that was probably you your whole move action. Or take a bonus action. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Because is that cat dead? Oh no. Oh, no, okay. far but you've from already it. used your action. You have a move is what you can do. No, I was going to do a bonus action and heal the cat if they ah. killed it. <laughs> uh, if if we killed it, healing it wouldn't do anything. Oh, oh, that's very Because it'd be dead. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. So that was down at six. Uh, Jacob up at uh, 16. All right, cool. Uh, if I'm at the base of this cage, um, I believe climbing is like half your movement speed. So yep. if it's only 12 feet tall. I, I got 15 feet as high. Yeah, so you speed. can easily take position up on top. I'll of get there. up on top. What do I see as soon as I'm up here? Uh, one. There's actually a large tree on top, and you can just teleport. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Why did I do that? Um, you How did move that cart? You melt into a stump real quick. <laughs> you can see one. Uh, as you're taking all of this in, in the distance, you can tell that it's starting to be realized out in the main pavilion area, uh, and where those three notable, like, tent pavilions are, uh, that they're aware that something's happening over here. And a lot of attention is starting to move in this direction. It's like, like Watch a you get arrested for being at the scene of the all at once. Yeah. Well, you're actually on the far side of that. You're the, the actual skirmish right now in this uh, this uh, tent city area uh, is between where you are and where the actual uh, okay. pavilion is. So that's moving all in this direction. You can see down into it that there are a whole bunch of dogs that just came out of nowhere, and they are starting to chase the animals around. And you've already seen one of the big cats uh, jump back up into its own um into its own cage you know it's wheeled cage wagon and even though the door is enclosed it seems to be staying right there okay and uh, the dogs seem to run around they're barking but you can see that it looks like boris and uh, indonur are engaged with this large jaguar uh you know adjacent to you about uh, you know 20 25 feet away okay um i'll start with that i'll i'll take a shot at the jaguar that they're fighting regular arrows uh 24 to hit Hits. I love that there's no penalties for shooting into melee anymore. Right? And, ooh, uh, 12 points of damage. All right, noted. And uh, still up? Oh, yeah. All That's right. a lot of damage that cat's taken. I wonder if they've magically enhanced it. Yeah, it, it, it is. And honestly, it doesn't seem to be in any way even deterred by any of this that's happening. Okay, then um, I guess I'll shoot my other arrow at it as well. Understood. And, uh, ooh, 12 to hit. Um, as it, it, it does. It hits exactly. It needs that 12. <laughs> Uh, it only has an armor class of 12, uh, but you snapped one of the ropes between you and it, and more of these sheets come down where it's a clear passage to see into that area. 
Cool. Nice. All right. So damage max. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> that is uh, 14 points we of damage. We pumped a lot of damage into this thing. Yeah. So yeah, you just did uh, 26 points of damage total just yeah. now. Yeah. And I did 31 and Inda did 8 11. plus whatever her modifier is. And, yeah. and it's still going strong. Still going strong. Yeah. Well, it's a big cat. Uh, yeah, I don't it, think so. Big, I think there's big something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting closer to like cave bear. Boris. Do I see any other instances of like where individual people are being attacked by the animals that, while I'm up here? Or is it all just like they're wreaking havoc? No one's particularly getting attacked. Yeah, no one is being attacked uh, as such. As long as there's a way for one of these big cats to get out, they're going to go for wherever the out is and they're much less likely to attack, unlike a wild animal. Uh, that probably at this point, it's so confusing. They'd want nothing more to get back into their cages. Okay. Uh, but Morris right. at 15. Yeah. Um, I have I feel I have confirmed my suspicions of wizard shenanigans, so it is smiting time. All right. Uh, Go ahead and get my yeah. ready for you. That is an 11 versus armor class. Oh. <laughs> and second one, that's better. Natural 19. What did the first one do? Uh, missed at an 11. Mm. Uh, yeah, that one hits. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can I borrow 3d8? Here's two. Thank Here's one. Thank Shun. Bit of Shun. All right. So that is nine slashing and eight radiant. Yeah. That's that's big. That's that's big. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. But what does it do? That's the question. He turns into uh, if, if it's a, a fiend or an undead, takes an additional D8 radiant. So do I need to roll that? Roll another one? No, no, you do not. If you hit one of the mastiffs, you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's Fey, not fiend or undead. Oh, I thought you said Fey. Uh, never mind. Nah. All right, so if it's a demon critter or a dead critter, it's attack, and I'm double checking, but I believe it can attack multiple things in one form. Yeah, I'm not seeing if it can use two attacks or two claw attacks against two different foes or against just one. You can have it. Uh, you can have it targeted as many creatures as yeah. it can make attacks. So I, I if it can it make, is. you know, 15 attacks, it can target 15 creatures. Um, or one very screwed creature. Claw attack, <laughs> very screwed. Claw attack against Indonur. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you roll a one? I rolled a natural one. Oh, it dropped its it paws. It dropped its paw. <laughs> <laughs> and the other clawing attack is also against Indonur. See, that's what it gets for not being on our side. I guess yeah. so. It does not get to benefit from the table power. And hits Inda. Table oh, of power. Good. Table of power. What, an altar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and does damage to Inda Nur. I am fine with this being my altar of nerd. Yeah, no. Is it my turn yet? No. Uh, it is now... Inda's, Inda's turn. Right. Uh, Inda's turn. Yeah, she's attacking back. I'm glad I was correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Answer that. And she misses. Aw. Is it my turn now? It is your turn what, now. What is she I'm using? I'm going to cast a spell. Uh, a dagger. Okay. I'm going to cast a spell magic. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. You were using to take magic at the beginning. He said there's nothing magical. But it's, it's a... Oh. Yeah. So you know there's nothing magical involved. There's nothing magical involved. How is it taking this much damage? I, I would assume some kind of shape-shifting. Or it just looks like... You know, it's you know but a hellcat, or you but know, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that also be magic if it's shape shifting? Depends on the kind of magic. Yeah, if it was disguise self, yes. If it's got an innate shape shifting ability, no. So then, what's your action going to be instead? Or if it's using I don't know. I didn't have a backup action. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't ready to be wrong. Thump find, it. Yeah. Find yeah. Find a spell that does damage and do damage to it. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. One of them. 
uh, immolate. Immolate's what we're going with right now. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Let me see how narrow I can cast that. Wherever you are in this area, even though part of the one of these canvases have come down, uh, you're within your move to wherever this, this meal is happening. All right. So I'm going to cast Moonbeam, but I'm going to angle it very carefully so it just... Even if it, if I have to angle it so it's behind the cat, so it just hits the cat. Here's what's important: a shapeshifter makes its saving throw with disadvantage. So then wow! We'll know. Why does it say if why? It di- if it has to roll, so if the cat has to roll more dice, we know it's a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> That's metagaming to a T, but um, I like your style. Well, also, the second sentence in that paragraph. Yeah. So, okay, I'll read the thing. A silver right. beam of pale light, blah, blah, blah. When a creature enters the spell's sable, oh, I'm too excited. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time, it's engulfed, searing pain. A shapeshifter makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell light. On each of my turns hmm. after you cast the spell, you can um, use an action to move the beam. That's interesting. So. That that sounds really cool. So <laughs> yeah, because you're doing that. The um, like to to put it in a circle. You could say that uh, Inda is like at six o'clock and Boris is at nine o'clock. So you can set it so it's gonna like hit from that other other right, corner. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I'm rolling a saving throw against. What's my my DC then? Too high. Uh, spell save DC is sixteen. And but it's, it's at a disadvantage. It's disadvantage and it's dexterity based. Is that what you said? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a dexterity. It just no, says a shape chamber s- oh. makes its saving throw with disadvantage. That's all it says. Uh, It'll save we, the, top. the paragraph above that. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, oh. and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 okay. radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful All right, so... He's got two dice. Two dice. <laughs> so, or, or he's just rolling two just to mess with us. I, well, it's, it's, I mean, well, we'll know if it fails and it changes back into oh, know, you're a, saying, a yeah. demon or whatever. But no, she she said that that spell changery things are disappearing. As I was saying, you could also just be rolling two dice just to mess with us. Because, could be, yeah. Ah. I think the mess with is over. Oh, gosh. <sighs> oh. An 18 and a three. It filled its saving throw. Yay. What's your damage? So what's it reverting to? Uh, uh, it takes 2D radiant damage on a failed save. Yep. So I roll these two, right? Yep. The both of those, yep. All right, here roll it comes. High. Roll big. Two zeros. That's what you want to see. One and six. Okay, seven quite. points of damage. You blasted with this thing. It actually takes fairly minor damage. It wasn't too, too big. But it, I suppose, instantly changes back into a humanoid form. Uh, it is a man. And let me, let me do the math for the damage real quick. And I, I believe his gear is on still on him when he changes back. Because um, it talks about when it's in its humanoid form or if it's in its other form, its hybrid form. Yeah, I'm not because sure. Because it has weapon attacks, so it has to have its weapons with it. Yeah, we're going to go with that. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, it's just an embarrassing it's fight. It's just a naked guy. <laughs> well, it, it, it goes from me fighting a creature to me butchering some guy. <laughs> and while I've been toying with the idea of Boris falling, I'm not sure now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a great one. And how long does the actual light last? Uh, one minute. Okay. Wow. One minute. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. What? It's a concentration spell. Yeah. So is Conjure Animal. Oh. Oh. So either you've got the dogs or you've got the beam. I'm going to release the dogs and do the beam because the dogs were already hurting release me. Release the house. Because <laughs> the dogs were already hurting the animals back yeah. into okay, place. So the animals might now at this point just keep running towards their cages I got just it. because of the chaos and confusion. And you don't want to cross the beams. 
Yeah. You guys make these references that really mean nothing to me. <laughs> that wasn't even the right use. All right. That was at, my gosh, that was at six. Who rolled my gosh? <laughs> <laughs> that was at six. And that being doesn't have a round until yeah. 14. Yeah, we're back up to Yahoo. Yeah. So Jacob up at the top. All right, cool. Uh, any update on the, the dogs that have now disappeared, but like the animals running back to their cages? That there's still a lot of chaos. There Taking are people who seem to be <laughs> handlers that are moving into the area uh, and they're hurting things this way and that. Uh, but again, once one of these animals are confronted, most typically the best spot for them to go is up into their cage. Okay. Nothing messes with them when they're in their cage. So I bet these animals were just released to hide this thing. Yeah, that's what makes sense. So yeah, I'll uh, continue to uh, fire. Does the guy still look combative? Oh yeah. Okay, then I will fire at him. Uh, ooh, 22. And that hits. Cool. And I do what lots of armor classes any better? Uh, um, something, something, Colossus Slayer, something, something. Oh, dang it, Victor. You are so correct. Something, I, something, bonus action. Something, something, something bonus something, action. Something, something, <laughs> is he below his something, hit points? Something, something, complete. <laughs> so with that, we've actually been doing that wrong. You get that damage once a turn, not Once a turn, attack. yeah. Okay, so I, my, I'm, I'm not just buying time while I look up the hunter's mark hunter's mark it, it adds a it's, d6 yeah and then the colossus layer since it's below hit point maximum does an extra d8 wow that's a lot more damage all right cool. you're freaking L- welcome lay it on me so uh 16 points of damage all right taken and then my other attack i will well, in between those two i'll use the bonus action to cast a hunter's mark on him and then i'll do a 17 to hit and hits oh nice yeah. wow gosh his pluses are just outstanding 18 more points of damage um Ooh. if i increase my strength by one and, he and, I have and the that's same with you always ask are they below their maximum hit points yeah that's so i only get to thing. do that once per okay. round so okay. i rolled two dice because one of them was my hunter's mark that time okay just making sure and you just did 34 more points to it yep yeah unless i killed him in which case it was unlethal it, non-lethal <laughs> it is it is it is not dead double backwards anti-lethal double backwards <laughs> anti mr dr professor <laughs> victor rather Sir. boris Go ahead. I'm there. Disappears. <laughs> what the heck? Starts getting mauled. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, huh. A I spot just opened up on the podcast, listeners. <laughs> no, I. Boris, me and Boris, Boris is just suddenly went, here. It's like guy in armor, covered in blood. blood. <laughs> he attacks the microphones in the overhead light. <laughs> yeah. So attacking. I thought it was a will of a wisp. You're right. Uh, okay. First attack is an unnatural twenty. Uh, oh, good nice. to hear. That hits. Second attack that slaps is an unnatural twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, it slaps nice. with the sharp club. Bap, bap. Um, both hit. Yeah, can I get uh, more d8s? Yeah, three d8, please. There's one. I'm using my other second level slot with the first one. Okay, and then I'll use a first level slot with tether. Okay, that is fourteen slashing and huh. eight radiant. And then the second one does. That's more Ooh, like it. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, here it goes. One off a of max. So Ooh. that's uh, 15 slashing and 16 radiant. I would like to be known that both of my dies rolled max. Right? Two I'm, eights. Yeah, I'm, speaking I'm, of box that, cars. I'm glad that you note that all the time. And that what did the what did that black die roll of mine? One. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my <laughs> the one die, I lit. One of my die also rolled a did one. Very little damage to it. Okay. All right. Uh, takes. This is the first speaking time of that slaps. He's <laughs> actually looked like that. That really took the wind out of him. That that hit him so hard uh, that he looks like he is in real, real trouble at this point. Um, but then his own round comes at fourteen. Uh, and so he couldn't change when he's in that light. 
can he move out well, of that? He starts light? his turn in it. Is this the next time he takes damage from yeah. it too? Yeah, so he takes damage. Yeah, so yeah. I guess he would have to take damage just standing in it until so he can you move out. You roll 2d10 again. And does he get a, he gets another constitution? Or is that just a one-time... Uh, yeah, you, you tell me, Zell. I'm going to roll it again. When a creature enters the spell for the first time on a turn or starts its turn okay. there, okay. It, so. it is engulfed in ghostly flame that causes searing pain and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed or half on a success. So it sounds like, like I still have my... Uh, I get a save this round. And sounds I'm, like you get a But I'm thinking one, yeah. I'm still at disadvantage because Yeah, he is still a shape changer because yeah, that's a neat... That, that hasn't changed. Um, and what was the DC again? You said 16? 16. 16. So he's at, uh, I think, three is his plus on this one. And he gets a yeah. number. Um, uh, a 13 and a 15. So at disadvantage, the 13. He fails a saving throw. All right. Hey. Nine. Better than last All time. Right. Nice. And he moves out of the area. You know what? I don't like it right here. I'm moving. He takes uh, one sidestep. Okay. So Exiting a threatened square. Yeah, yeah, he's provoking attacks for opportunity. For I know that would have to, doesn't it? I'm going to yeah. say, wait, wait. Um, wait, well, this is so unjust. He's either disengaging and um, then taking a move, or he's attacking and then moving, and we get attacks for opportunity. Yeah, it would make more sense for him that he would attack and then move. Um, because okay. he knows where he is and how this is. I look forward to beating him in response to missing um, me. He was going for, <laughs> he is again going for Indenur. Wow. Mm. You know, say what you want about this guy. He's dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> dedicated to missing. Dang. <laughs> I don't like that die anymore. That was a big, wasn't it? You should use it for Inda so that way it rolls a 20 on the next time. <laughs> All right. So, um, Crit yourself. <laughs> attack of opportunity. Yeah. As he moves out of that. Inda gets one too. Area. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Inda rolls an 18, 19, uh, 16. And she is above 20. Uh, twist your damage. I will force. spend another spell slot to smite. Uh, I've only got first level slots first now, level so it's slot. just 2d8. Oh, no. It rolled average, uh, I think. I can't tell. I'm going to take the risk. I can't see it. And she did, yeah! she did a hit for seven points of damage. And I did a hit for um, 11 slashing and nine radiant. Oh boy! Um, and it goes, it drops. I knock oh, him below zero, and knocked I'm, him unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> I knocked him unconscious. <laughs> him unconscious. That's great. Um, I would, uh, I would immediately dispel your moonbeam because I don't think he actually got out of the area, so he might just get more fried. Yeah. <laughs> or don't dispel your moonbeam <laughs> just to make sure that. Yeah. Well, it only lasts ooh, a minute. We might just want to let it run it out for its probably own be time. Very dead. Um. It's also a beacon that's drawing attention. Yeah. I'd prefer to interrogate him. Um, out and out murder is more my thing when it's undead I'll, or I'll, I'll a release wizard. My, I'll release my moonbeam. Okay, I've, so I've killed a lot of sentient creatures, actually. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Before I uh, hop down, I want to take one last kind of look around the area. Oh, sorry. What was, what was your radiant damage on that board? Was 11 probably. slashing and then how much radiant? That last Nine year? radiant. So review for me the uh, the rules, how that works when... If he's thing... reduced to lower than zero, he's reduced to zero. Okay. Um, to die outright from damage taken, he needs to be reduced to negative hit points equal to his hit point maximum. Okay, so he's you know, not down that far. Is that just for creatures or do they also make That's death everything. saves? That's everything. But you know, uh, no. Technically, he's making death saves, so he's but he's unconscious, saves. not dying, so he's stable. Yeah, which is why you also wanted to dispel your moonbeam because if you take damage while you're making death saves, you it's an fail automatic two. fail. Yeah. No, it, it's one automatic thought, fail. Oh, crits are two. Crits are two. That's right. Uh, cri no, sorry. Crit fails are fails are one. Damage is one. Crit fails are two. So okay. then, Zelen, do you leave it on for another round or do you not? Do you want him fried? 
Do you want me to release? Dispel it. I, I release it. All right, so then when he's making his first death save right he doesn't. now? He's unconscious and stable. Okay, do that one again. Why is he unconscious and stable? Because when... I chose to knock him out instead of kill him. Oh, yeah, because he dealt not Oh, you were damage. serious. Oh, yeah, we want to talk to this okay. guy. <laughs> you really? You want to talk to him? I would like to know who he is, yes. All right, so he's unconscious. You can see that he's uh, his chest is rising and falling. He's breathing. Uh, Indoner's standing right there. Uh, and as different people that are staff on the circus approach, um, she says... Get these these tarps rescreened. Uh, I want this area cordoned off. Um, Bring bindings. Get the umber hulks right here. And there's bindings all over the place. There's ropes. Yeah, get here the umber hulks for sure. Um, and uh, two umber hulks are moving into position to take up station. Uh, and there's a, a surge that's stopping. It looks like there's a barrier of a couple of like tent layers away, like two tent layers away, and nothing else is approaching. You know, through that, you know, it's all right. We have the uh, we have the cats under control. Everything's stable right now. Uh, yes, we had to do some magic just to make sure that everything was fine. No, there's no injuries, and and just all this happening on the periphery of of where you guys are. This was against you, Inda. They um, they were coming after you. The the cats were just a distraction. Before, I'm sure of it. Before we get any further with that, um, what I'm doing with length of rope is tying his hands behind his back. Um, uh, putting the like the rest of the rope in a loop around his neck, then tying his ankles together with his knees bent. So if he tries to do anything with his arms or straighten his legs, he's going to start choking himself. If he, what about if he changes form? If he does that, I'm just going to kill him. <laughs> Brutal. That was so like just described. It was like <laughs> I was just feeling bad for this guy. He's not even. He's fictional. Like uh, <laughs> I beat him unconscious with a sword. I'm already a little. And that everyone point. looks at, and that was the paladin yeah. doing this right lawful now. Good, I'm lawful good, lawful nice. Up, I'm <laughs> yeah. looking up, um, yeah, there is no, that I can find specific rope use in 5e. Yeah. There is no there use is. rope skill. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was a, that think, was a handy one. In I think it was always just based on dexterity. Right. So. so what's your dex? Uh, my dex is a 14. Um, That's a good I guess plus. I'm, I'm rolling that what you're doing is a DC. So go ahead and uh, okay. I'll roll that as a, with your dex modifier. 10. Uh, yeah, that was actually the number I'd said. I thought if you can, if you could, if you can imagine that you start wrapping ropes that way, yes, a yes. person that was be more skilled at ropes, whoever that person is in this milieu, uh, they could do a more efficient job. So you probably use more rope than you need to do this, but yeah. you've done it. We flash back to Victor at Paladin School. Today, kids, we're learning rope torture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying attention to this. One. It's not waterboarding if you use kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I climb off the cage <laughs> and I go to save this man's life. So what's the ruling then for how long does it take a person to regain their consciousness when they've gone into... Like, I have they, no they idea. Do we want to leave him here? I mean, I don't know if we want to try to interrogate him here. Well, if, he, uh, if he straightens his legs, he's choking himself. So I Jacob, think as far as stuck. I know, you're still up on top of one of the cages and you're looking around. Yeah, unless uh, there's people anything... People are calling to you. That is, you, you recognize them as being staff for the circus and they're like um do you see any of the cats in that direction there you know they're, they're getting money actual intel from you because you have a yeah, point of vantage I'll, right I'll, now I'll, I'll assist them as best i can so as you're doing that it takes like a good five ten minutes and then boris is doing the rope stuff at the same time uh to where it looks like two uh two things one the the cats have all been contained uh, okay various handlers and roustabouts have secured the doors to the cages it seems that their numbers are right they're nodding to each other what about this one what about that yeah yeah so it seems pretty calm that those things are there what about the dogs i don't know about any dogs there's no dogs here there uh, were never any dogs <laughs> but it also looks as though that the people that were just onlookers and even some people who are those mercenary looking types and robed individuals are all being held a couple of tent layers away and not getting close to where 
this thing's bound up and the rest of the group is right now. Okay. So uh, do you maintain your position? Up no, there? once I'm, once I'm confident that everything's been locked back up, I'll, I'll head back down to the group. All right. Through that lovely pathway that I created with that first arrow shot. And just, just so you know, yeah, that, uh, your arrows hitting it did nothing to it. Oh man. Yeah. Stupid shape shifter. <laughs> I get my arrows back since they did nothing. I guess yeah, they're just like stuck in him. He actually caught them between his arm and his chest. Um, it looked like I got him. So they, they hit it and worked back out. Like bit Wolverine. of three point five obscurus lore. It, talking about Raxashas, it actually like described it as they just like passed through. Dang. Oh, wow. That'd be really weird. You actually hit somebody on the other side. Well, that would have been a visual through. indicator a little earlier in the combat. It would have been, yeah. yeah right? that's, we'll keep that in mind. Um, it passes through, but then just drops to the ground without any uh, forward oh, movement. Oh, just like like uh, like when you see ballistics jelly or uh, whatever it's called when they're doing the... Um, yeah, the, the bullet the, test. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It just shoots and you just see it just come to like a stop and just it makes it right to the other Ooh. side and goes, drops to the Drop. ground. Yeah. So uh, a stable creature doesn't make death saves, okay. uh, even though it has zero hit points, but it does remain unconscious. Okay. If the creature stops being stable, it must start uh, making death saves again. Um, a stable creature that isn't healed regains one hit point after 1d4 hours. Oh, wow. So he'll be unconscious um, for a long time, it sounds like. Yeah. But rather than just leaving him to recover, I'm going to use Lay on Hands and give him, I'll be generous, a full 10 hit points. All right. So at that 10, so that's from zero, he's at positive 10. He looks up at you and he's obviously startled. And he looks over into Nur and she, she's still there. And you can see that there is a kind of a resignation on his face. And he recognizes that things are very bad for him because it is quite, quite certain that he is with the Razia Wizards. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Empire's Edge. If you enjoyed this story, find more on mattsinkovich.com or theempiresedge.com. Support the podcast on subscribestar.com slash the dash empires dash edge.